Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company and starting time is noon, currently Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. 3CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in and other First Nations peoples from beyond this continent and surrounding islands. And we acknowledge that all the lands on this continent and surrounding islands were stolen and never ceded. I'm your host for the show today, Sally Goldner. I use the pronoun she, her. Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre and also lots of intersections today. Got a range of issues to cover today, and um, well, opened up with "It's a Mistake" by Men at Work, originally off their second album "Cargo." Um, always that difficult second album syndrome, but they did reasonably well, and that was one of four hit singles. And uh, that's off a um, compilation you can get, "Contraband: The Best of Men at Work," and um, there's a few of them around. And, well, interesting that all those sort of songs, having a listen in to um, the fabulous Out of the Blue, thanks to Pete and the crew from Out of the Blue for diving deep for the Marine News, as they do every Sunday. Um, They played Russians by Sting. Well, all these 1980s sort of anti-war songs coming back, and I will be talking about um, Ukraine in about the second segment of the show um, from an LGBT perspective. I've got a couple of articles that have come my way, which I think can talk to this and what is going on. Also have a look, of course, next weekend is Mardi Gras and uh, have a chat about that. Anything else on the show? If you have some queries, we like queries on this show, um, questions, comments, those sorts of things, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751 215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, my page, Sally Goldner AM, and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And any opinions on the show are expressly my own, not those associated with any organisation I've been involved with, past or present. There could be triggering stuff on the show today um, because I'll get to the fir- in the first segment and the second, possibly even the third. So just a general warning, if there is any, if you do need support, reach out. Um, QLife, including Switchboard, is there on 1800 184527, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania and the Rainbow Door, 1800 3667 But the see, topic I wanted to start with, as I said, I'll get to Ukraine um, in the next segment is, um, well, transphobia generally, which is obviously a trigger warning in itself. But um, as per the um, delightful um, image with the show today, cutting through it. And I've been thinking about this in the last few weeks, obviously since the Religious Discrimination Bill. It's understandably 
upsetting and emotional uh, when that happened a couple of weeks ago. And now we've got, and I will not, I will do the tactic of not naming a certain um, Liberal Party politician who's now putting a meaningless um, sports amendment bill up before the federal parliament. And it's worth noting that the reporting to the, um, well, I suppose I have to name this person, the Mark Latham um, education bill in the New South Wales State Parliament is due the Monday after Mardi Gras. One can't help wondering whether that's a deliberate piece of timing so people have it in the back of their mind during Mardi Gras. So all these things you think, gosh, is it ever going to change? Well, to me, there has been change for trans people in the 27 years, this April, since I've been out. And there are far more allies now. And there's been a number of indications of this. The, the fact that five people crossed the floor of the parliament against their own, the dominant force in their own party um, does say something, that people are aware of the issues. And they had their reasons. One was a psychologist. There were also other factors. One wanted to protect her own state's laws, being Bridget Archer. But good, they still did it. Five people crossed the floor. If you look at all the polls, such as YouGov research um, put out by, um, commissioned by Just Equal, declaring an interest that I've been assisting them to a small degree at board level. And today in The Age, there's also a report, The Age is owner polling, much the same results that overwhelmingly people want a, what's in simple language, my words paraphrasing here, a standard religious discrimination bill to protect people of faith, but they don't believe it should be at the expense of other groups and not a trans. And so this has got me thinking, why do we still have these things? Well, I think we've just got to be really blunt. And so I'm going to be a bit blunt today. Um, a few years ago, there was a, a, a frank admission by a so-called Christian group. And I will say so-called Christian because they're not in the spirit of Christianity when they said that the bathroom debate was something that they fabricate, a debate they fabricated quote, to whip up emotion. Now, let's just look at that whip up emotion. Yep, throw people off balance, stir up emotions in all sorts of people, and who cares if it re-traumatises trans people and family members. But fabricated, they lied. Now, I maybe am largely lapsed as a nice Jewish goyle, but I did spend 13 years at a Christian school, and the Jewish scriptures are the same as the Christian Old Testament that include the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbour. In other words, don't lie. Christians lying. Maybe we've got to call this out. And once we look at those two factors, whip up emotion and say, okay, let's try to, difficult as it is when you've, you're you know, having your entire community verbally attacked in this way, let's cut through the bulldust and call it out. I've said on, on the show before, when I was doing media once in a previous role, I got contacted by a producer for a radio station and the producer said, Presenter X knows your issues but only wants to talk about bathrooms. Well, we've got to call that out, and I don't care. And so this is where this current sports bill, you know, you can argue it on facts, but why is it that such a small part of the population, and a couple of weeks ago I mentioned that one article said only 20% of the Liberal part and National Party party room wanted to go ahead with the religious discrimination bill, um, so that's about 22 people. How is it that such a small minority keep overriding the will of the majority and are so out of touch in all this day and age of social media and communication? Why does this keep happening? Um, so definitely. Um, and um, we, you know, it's just, it's just beyond a joke. And I think we've got to be a lot more assertive. It doesn't mean personal attacks or name calling. It doesn't mean, 
In my opinion, I don't really see what paint-bombing right-wing politicians' offices in Australia is going to do, and I don't support that personally. It just doesn't achieve anything. got to cut through it. And, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot because I look at awesome people like um, Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame and how they tackle their issues. Well, trans community needs to get back to doing the same. I think we've been thrown off balance a bit, and I'd be the first to admit I was as well for some of the last couple of years. And I think it's enough is enough, and we've just got to cut through. But we've also got to what we do have a right to do is know our candidates. There will be, in 99% probability, a federal election sometime this year, most likely a combination of a House of Representatives and half the Senate in May this year is the you know the short odds betting. And, it's, of course, we're in an unofficial election campaign right now. So... The thing is, some most people will vote in the Senate above the line. They'll find the party they want, just put a one in a box above the line. Well, you don't necessarily have to do that, but you don't have to change parties. I respect that some people have a loyalty to a particular party, and I'm deliberately keeping this, um, you know, not naming any parties. Find out about the six Senate candidates they offer, and you can do have the option as you can fill out six boxes below the line And you don't have to vote for the number one candidate for your party if you think they're a, uh, what is it, an RWNJ, right-wing nut job or similar. You know, find out about the others. Maybe there's better candidates within your party, which is a win-win. So there are ways you can do it. And I think it's time we got these people who are just unaccountable, can't listen, out of power. And of course, there's more than LGBTIQA plus issues to consider. There's the decaying state of our democracy generally, the need for a federal anti-corruption body, um, climate change, which of course um, shows interest shows like Out of the Blue um, prior to us and many other shows, Earth Matters from 11 till 11.30 on Sunday, um, you know, free, Freedom of Species, well we're lose, sadly losing a lot of species um, and you can tune in to Freedom of Species from 1 till 2 today, they'll be talking about Uh, Indigenous perspectives on the non-human world. So um, they'll be looking at a a very intersecting, taking a very intersecting approach in a way too. But it's just enough is enough. And I think we've got to, you know, we can go in very assertively, not aggressively. We don't have to be passive either. We can um, find a way through it. As Albert Einstein said, the problems um, that we create cannot be solved at the level we created them. Well, even if we didn't create them and trans people didn't, um, then we should be cutting through this and calling out these phony issues like bathrooms and sport because they are phony issues um, and calling out where people make assumptions stated as fact like, oh, the evidence is overwhelming about testosterone. It's not overwhelming at all. And really just comes enough is enough. And there's lots of trans people speaking up and speaking out, but it involves you know taking it to the next level. And we can do this and cut through. What are your thoughts? Um, love to hear them. Had some messages in from Mel in the meantime. Um, no, not Mel in the meantime. That's not her family name, but of course I'm not going to mention that on air. Ha ha. Um, what have we um, had? Mel's come in to say, yep, get to this in the next segment. Mel, send all my support to queer family in the Ukrainian community, both here in Australia and overseas. Yeah, there's an interesting an intersection. Uh, it must be sort of double um, heavy going um, if you're queer and Ukrainian here um, I know there's a feeling of helplessness and powerlessness that who is it who wants this war apart from Vladimir Putin and his rich mates can't think of anyone and Mel says hugs to those people um, war is stupid I'd agree with that um, dig out that old song that was covered many times um, yes 
Um, and um, yep, quoted this one. Um, there it is. It's um, on a right, right a left hand page, um, but you can get it online, of course. Um, which says two thirds of Australians support laws to prospect people from religious discrimination or vilification. A similar percentage oppose laws if it means schools or other organisations can sack or expel gay or trans students or teachers or students of, well, it says gay, lesbian or trans, which is a bi person. That, um, you know, sort of sense of um, erasure is always annoying. And, um, um, yeah, so um, you know, 1,604 eligible voters was the um, number there. There was a similar number in the... YouGov, um, YouGov Research Commission by Just Equal. It's overwhelming. And the other thing I was going to mention is that yesterday down in Hobart, because of the Tasmanian senator, um, the um, there was a rally in support of trans and gender diverse people. And this was interesting. There was 240 people there and there was a um, a bill supporting that certain senator's, uh, sorry, a rally supporting that senator's bill, which had 80. And the Hobart Mercury says, and I quote, anti-transgender activists were comically outnumbered by the pro-transgender counter-rally held outside Hobart Town Hall. Um, and I think that there's another tactic we can use, satire, ridicule, a wonderful piece of showing up stupidity. Here's a couple of examples that I've, I remember from way back was um, in... Um, Texas, and gosh knows we need everything there at the moment. Um, that's a big issue where parents are now going to be dobbed in if they support their trans children, which is just utterly appalling. And that's an order from the governor there. Um, but a few years ago, adults um, protesting found a very interesting bylaw um, that men were allowed to move their sh- uh, remove their shirts, but not women. The thing is, there was nothing recognising trans people under any form of law, anti-discrimination, birth certificates. So a whole heap of trans women took their tops off. And when the police said, you have to put the tops back on, they said, here's my birth certificate that says male, what are you going to do about it? And they couldn't do a thing. The other one that always sticks with me is the UK group Press for Change, a great trans organisation, used to send a trans woman and a trans man along to so-called women-born women or women's only conferences and say, well, who are you going to let in? Um, which highlights the stupidity of gender binaries. And this was before there was a lot of talk about non-binary. So um, lots of ways you can highlight stupidity, and I think it's a good tactic that can be used. Um, So uh, other messages in. Um, What have we got? Um, I'll come back to those after the break. Um, You know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of... um, Oh, just a quick one from Peter, who said, Here, here, Sally, cutting through is an art form, and some people are better at it than others. So true. Well, yeah, let's get the giant pair of scissors. Um, um, doesn't exist anymore. For those who remember the 1980s ads with Bob Ansett and Budget Rent-A-Car, Bob Ansett's cut the red tape, and there was a send-up of the ad. Hey, there's this idiot running amuck with a giant pair of scissors at the airport. Well, we can use a giant pair of scissors. We will cut through, and, of course, 3CR is proudly a part of that. Um, supporting the trans community for a very long time, including this show, which is why you could subscribe to 3CR is always a good idea. Anyway, I need to take a breath um, and do some um, things on that regard. So let's have a listen to a track from Willow's album. Um, Not going to have this one anymore. It's the final track on um, Willow's um, album, Out of My Hands. 
missed opportunity. Not going to miss any of those. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally.
Become a 3CR subscriber today. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. Be a part of your community radio station. We've got a common enemy. The same government that locks up these refugees just behind us here at the Park Hotel is the same government that's going for our rights, trying to attack the very limited gains that casuals have. And so when union activists take up the cause of refugees amongst their fellow workers, it's not an act of charity. It's about building workers' united self-defence mechanism, understanding that we're all part of the same battle. You're listening to Radical Radio on 3CR, 855 on your AM dial, 3CR digital and podcasting and streaming on 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Willow and missed opportunity, and but that's the closing track off the album Out of My Hands, which was wonderful to receive in January and mentioned got to briefly meet Willow at Midsummer Carnival. Hopefully he'll be in Melbourne in some time soon for some full shows. Um, Mel has um, come in with a couple more messages and can we talk about um, LGBTIQI plus rights in Russia and the Ukraine as well today, Sally? What can we do to help them? Well, um, your wish is my command because that is what this segment's about. Now, I acknowledge this could be triggering on many levels and given that there's um, the Ukraine issue generally is as well as switchboard and rainbow door. I'll give those numbers again, one 800 one eight four five two seven and Rainbow Door one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. I will mention Lifeline on one three triple one four, and um, there are plenty of other services as well. And uh, Mel has also said, "Look at the words by the Ukrainian president as his country is under attack and going to war. His words are wise yet thoughtful, but cut through effectively. Nothing aggressive at all. Very impressive speech." Well, there's lots in this issue. Now, look, the last thing I claim to be is a geopolitical military analyst or anything, so I don't really know what's going on. There's been all sorts of reasons um, given as to why Putin is um, invading. I just know that none of it makes sense. And what I want to know is, you know, given again, so no one wants this and lots of, you know, it's of course been totally understandable that lots of Russian people at the rallies in Australia um, including Melbourne, have said, we don't want a war either. It's not between you and us. And I think that this shows how out of touch some people are. So there's two articles that have come my way, one from Washington Blade, which is a queer um, American news outlet. And this is from um, Olena Shevchenko. Um, LGBTQ Ukrainians will do our best to resist Russia, Putin invading country with traditional values. And it says this was um, published um, on the February 24th, so um, that's Thursday, which probably would have reached us Friday here in Australia. And she, um, um, Oleg woke at 5am because of the massive attack on our cities from Russia. No one in Ukraine can believe it's happening, getting lots of calls and messages. 
connected with various communities there. The, um, her organisation has 11 branches across the regions, including in eastern Ukraine. And here's where it gets, you know, I'll raise the content warning. We started to collect names of those who must be relocated immediately. So why is it so dangerous for LGBTIQA plus people to stay under possible occupation? Russia is coming with its traditional values and will be hunting us those who are dangerous for their evil empire. I heard they have already a list of activists who we persecuted first, and I'm sure rainbow activists are on the lists. Um, similar in 2014, um, and some people have not returned. Um, and they opened this organisation, opened a shelter in Kiev. And well, what happens when Russia occupies Kiev, which they're trying to do? Um, that's going to be um, very, very horrible. And you know, this is, let's call this what it is. This is Nazi Germany all over again, as far as I'm concerned. It's not trying to take over the whole world, but it's still trying to take over a country. And Oleg writes, quote, this is, um, I think the international community needs to realise this is not just some war in Eastern Europe. Here's my emphasis. It is the start of a huge international crisis and possible war all over Europe. The Russian president showed clearly showed he doesn't care about international obligations, rules or sanctions anymore. He will continue and never stop. Yeah, that just about sums it up. Um, you know, extremist dictators always like that. And, um, you know, sort of um, Oleg goes on to say about how the institutions and mechanisms are imaginary. Um, they're just not effective. You only People don't believe in them. They're not going to work. Um, you know, sort of... Um, sort of, um, you know, what what will work in the case of a full-scale invasion. Queer groups don't have planes to take people to a safe place. And, um, you know, here's where my heart breaks. Um, our activists from our LGBTIQA plus communities are staying and keep working, providing support to the most marginalised ones. Honestly, I don't know how long we'll be able to resist, but we will do our best for sure. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. And then it says, everything will be fine. Wow. And Elena, sorry, it should be, lives in Kiev. Um, and yeah, oh, sorry, Elena, I've been referring to um, using the name Oleg. My apologies. Wow. So that's one article. And then there's another article from lgbtqnation.com. Again, just upping the content note, this headline, Russian post-invasion kill list includes Ukrainian LGBTQ citizens. And um, this is from, that's it, this article says, quote, the US State Department says that Russian authorities have drawn up a list of Ukrainians to execute after invading the country and LGBTQ citizens are on it. The list includes politicians and journalists along with members of religious and ethnic minority groups. Russia has orchestrated a continued campaign against the queer, the queer communities and the West overlooked the torture of gay men and trans women. And um, you know, this is what is going on. And so, obviously, wow, um, it's hard. It's sort of hard to believe that this is, you know, is happening. Yes, we know there's 70 countries or so in the world where there's still criminalisation of We'll say LGBTQ people in varying ways and degrees. What I find absolutely appalling is Putin claims that he's invaded. One reason he's invaded Ukraine is to stop the denazification of the. Um, oh, sorry, to um, to help with the denazification of the Ukraine. This comes 
from Putin? Give me a break. So again, um, you know, again, people just out of touch, delusional, um, not, you know, sort of using power wisely. But the thing that I feel a bit here is I have to say I feel a bit um, sort of helpless and powerless. I don't know, um, you know, sort of what we can do. Um, Peter's um, come in and said that his Greek neighbour went to church and lit a candle for Ukraine. It's a nice sentiment. Positive spirituality is always good, unlike organised religion. Um, Yeah, it's... um, um, Really difficult to know what to do. I mean, I don't, you know, there's always that thoughts and prayers. Well, that's not, that's kind of helpful and lighting a candle can do that. But I think we feel perhaps a bit helpless. What we do need to remember, and this is where it's not quite, it's maybe two or three ballparks across, is a few years ago I did go to Russia for 10 days and to St. Petersburg, which granted is far more liberal than perhaps other parts of um, um, Russia and uh, small L liberal that is, and what and what is ha- what is happening in some of these um, sort of places, um, and you know, I remember at the time just before I went, there was all this talk about what you know what the West should do about the Winter Olympics. Well, ask the people on the ground. Now it's granted hard to get through at the moment, but those two articles hopefully give an idea as to what people would want. I mean, maybe it's money. Maybe we've got, a, got a, the West, so-called West. Or the rest of the world has got to look at how we resettle um, Ukrainian um, queer refugees, um, which is why I played the refugee rights message earlier as well. Um, there's just so many angles to this. It's, it's very difficult to know what to do, but at least I suppose if we raise the issues on this show and others and other media talk about it, maybe we'll get some ideas going. But just it just seems like um, it's hard to believe this is happening. Um, in this day and age. So, um, you know, it's, um, we can only just send our best, best strength to uh, those, um, to all Ukrainians, of course, not just um, LGBTQ. Hope there is a minimal loss of life and injury, but um, it must just be incredibly, incredibly heartbreaking. Welcome everyone's thoughts. Thanks, Mel and Peter, for yours. Uh, in the meantime, let's have a listen to Midnight Oil from um, their fantastic album Resist, which seems appropriate enough, and his Tarkine. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And uh, we just heard from Midnight Oil, Tarkine, from their excellent um, album Resist and um, well worth the purchase. Um, it's just as, it's a really um, good play um, an album that's right for the times musically lyrically um and in style i mean you know when i think of midnight hills first first um album and the first track on that album and the you know riff buzzing guitar of 44 years ago they couldn't do that now it just wouldn't work they've just really pulled it together so whilst 
They're definitely on their last tour, but if this is their last album, they've gone out, I think, on a high, if it's going to be that. Another message in from Mel. Thank you, Mel. Elon Musk has provided free internet services for those in the Ukraine at the request of the Ukrainian minister. Whatever we think of Elon, he's providing essential services to cut through all the propaganda by Russia and lack of internet services. Extraordinary time, Sally. Yeah, look, that's a, it's a fair call. You know, I don't think there's probably, you know, Elon Musk certainly, would it be diplomatic to say, can generate controversy. Um, you know, he does, and you know, he's a bit of a, let's be frank, he's somewhat of an egotist, but look, he's done the right thing here on its merits. That's um, a fair call. And there's been lots of talk of that. There's been um, Ukrainians banding together to sort of stop Russian hacking attacks and um, all around, you know, you know, Ukrainian emigres, um, all those sorts of things. Maybe there's the little things that we can do. You know, what are the practical skills we could offer um, that may help? Um, you know, could we, I don't know, queer benefit for... Um, to support people wanting to leave Ukraine to, um, you know, try to come here. You know, there, there's a random brainstormed post-caffeine sort of thought. So there's um, got to, um, we've got to consider it. another message from Mel, another good thought. Um, if people think it's not our problem, it's too far away, it's lacking in any emotional intelligence. Well, absolutely right. And I agree with what some of those articles said, this could be, the start of a bigger problem if Putin is so desperate and tries to reclaim um, ground in some of the other former USSR republics, and he's already sort of done that in a couple. Um, the fact um, that Belarus, for example, is effectively a Soviet um, satellite, again, is one example. Um, so I think I'd agree with that. First, we live in a multicultural country. We have people who links to those countries, especially here in Melbourne. Our government needs, will start sending humanitarian aid to them as well as possible armed forces. Will they? Well, watch this space. Problem we all should care. War is uh, um, ugly, messy and inhumane. It's just about having some emotional intelligence. I think that's a fair call, Mel. Um, you know, so we've got, you know, I think there's a sort of shock, denial, disbelief factor, but we'll you know, which are valid feelings and emotions, but we will have to cut through them and do what we can. Well, closer to home, um, coming back to this continent, uh, next weekend is Mardi Gras, and always a contentious issue. You know, it's supposed to be a celebration um, and um, all that sort of thing. And, you know, yes, it's become very commercialised. And, well, there seems to be a theme coming through here, there was um, the Mardi Gras AGM, you know, the way people were shut down. There seems to be a lack of accountability and transparency about why board members were suspended, a much smaller scale, of course, than what's happening in the Ukraine and in federal politics. But where have people become so selfish, unethical and unaccountable? Interesting thoughts. Um, I, you know, um, Wow. And so, you know, it's supposed to be a celebration. I've been in Mardi Gras three times and, you know, look, enjoyed myself. I'm not going to deny that. Um, with the, Two with the Melbourne Marching Girls, one with a polyamorous group. But I don't know, as I read more and more about the bi, the history of Mardi Gras and the bi plus communities and how biphobic they were, and it was two years ago we had um, the fabulous Maria Paoli who's um, done plenty of research on this and how much damage that's caused. And a year ago, I tweeted at Mardi Gras saying, look, when are you going to do an apology for your 
by phobia. You know, when you call people before a panel to say, well, if you're bisexual, are you going to sabotage our organisation? Well, someone could have claimed to be gay or lesbian and, um, you know, said, and not really been and been sabotaging an organisation so seriously. And, you know, I always find it interesting that elements of gay men and lesbians are out there thumping the chest for apologies for past criminalisation, for conversion practice, for police raids on clubs or whatever else. But can they make an effort to apologise for... Um, uh, for um, uh, for to bisexual and trans and intersex and ace people for erasure and selling us out? Probably not. So, interesting, of course, TV coverage on the ABC. Now, um, that's, I think, going to be better than a commercial network with le- because there'll be less commercial pressures and less pr- pressure, I suppose, to sh- flow, show some of the corporates. Also, Monique Shafter is someone I have a lot of respect for. He's involved in the ABC's sort of queer news section, and she is one of the um, commentators, announcers and producers of this. So that's got to be good as well. So um, we'll be interested to see how the telecast goes. Good to have it on free-to-air um, is important as well. So if you're home next Saturday night, if you're homo next Saturday night, ha-ha, watch it. But um, interesting that Mardi Gras is just seemingly so out of touch um, with... Um, the grassroots of the community, the sort of Sydney-Oxford Street belt um, causing a lot of frustrations. Um, Let's say as someone who has legally and ethically seen a copy of an Acon Trans presentation, it doesn't even mention non-binary, and that's only three years ago. And less than six months ago, a friend of mine from the bi community got some presentations from the same organisation and still referred only to bi as attraction to men and women, thereby raising non-binary people and the people attracted to them. So, um, hmm, you know, it just really worries me that these organisations are just so out of touch and stuck in a sort of 1980s view of the world. It was interesting during the week that after, to clarify something, Rodney Croom wrote an article about how, you know, the Sydney major queer organisations are just so don't rock the boat and certainly that seems to be the case with some of them and it raises issues world pride is in sydney next year and that's being run by mardi gras just how inclusive will it really be will there be finally be an apology that would be a good time to do it and show the world that hey we can you know people can say okay we stuffed up we're sorry and this is how we're going to do it right interesting lots of thoughts we could have there Anyway, I'm going to get us in the Mardi Gras spirit with a bit of a dancey track um, and um, um, to um, get us there, someone who has been at Mardi Gras and um, I think from memory, but if she hasn't, she should have been. And that's um, Australian music, I think it's fair to say, icon, fabulous performer. It's Marsha Hines and you. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR, digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Join 3CR for a day of special programming in celebration of International Women's Day on Tuesday, the 8th of March. With a stellar lineup featuring 24 hours of international current affairs, music, arts, activism, culture, and much, much more. This is a unique broadcast that you won't hear anywhere else. We'll bring you the usual celebration of non conforming feminism. No leadership breakfast here. Just 24 hours of grassroots radical discussions by women and gender non conforming presenters, producers, and musicians dismantling the patriarchy, taking collective action, and imagining the future of feminism. This year's celebrations include a street party in the lane alongside 3CR from 4pm to 8pm in Little Victoria Street. There'll be music, performers, food and friends. Can't make it? You can also listen live. This is a COVID-safe event. So join 3CR in celebrating the amazing women and gender non-conforming people in your community from midnight Monday the 7th of March until midnight on Tuesday the 8th of March. For full details, head to the website 3cr.org.au slash IWD2022. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Just about out of time on the show today. A few more messages and one I forgot to mention last week when we were talking about after Pride. Um, 
Um, the fabulous Wombat via Yarragon Goats on Twitter found this year's Pride March in Melbourne has given energy to youth in Scouts. The Winter Gathering team are planning a rainbow tent. The Committee of Youth aged 8 to 22 want to bring a badge design competition before next year. So things, a little bit of um, impetus there, which is cool. Um, checking all the other messages um, that are just keep coming in. Thanks, Mel and Peter. What have we got going on? Um, we'll let the emails download properly because that's what they do live to air. And um, over on Facebook, um, Russia has been banned from Eurovision and boycotts with all Russian products in Australia might ensue, Sally. Well, that's um, probable. How will it affect our lives in Australia? Will petrol prices go up? Well, that's looking pretty likely. Um, still some stations in where I buzz about that are at the um, $1.67 per litre standard unleaded mark, but um, and I've seen a couple that are above $2.03 per litre. Um, Hoffler also, uh, Peter also says, I feel very privileged to live in a country, as a, a safe country as a result of seeing a war. Need some perspective now, especially with the ugly politics of Mardi Gras. People should check their privileges. Mardi Gras has a 1980s yuppie view of the world, Sally, lol. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And over on... Um, the emails, Mel, privilege trumps decency, Sally. Um, Hamish McDonald will also be present, which is good to see more prominent journalists coming out. And um, Poland has refused to play against Russia in the World Cup qualifying round in Qatar. There's a, there's a win for integrity and decency. As Mel says, it'll cost them a place in the soccer rankings, but well done to Poland. And of course, they're one of the few sort of relatively safe borders where people can get out of Ukraine. So that's a pretty gutsy stance to take. Um, and probably you know, not done uh, without consultation. Um, once again, Freedom of Species coming up at one o'clock, and that's Indigenous perspectives on the non-human world. So um, keep your ears glued now or check out the On Demand or podcast for Freedom of Species um, after the show. Take it out today with another track from the fabulous album that I picked up late last year, Matt Katzis, live at the Wheatie. You can catch him um, busking around Victoria Market and elsewhere. Um, good to see Melbourne getting back to normal like that. Of course, we're heading back into the office. It'll be people have to manage that psychologically, and it's going to be you know not just the oh, physical concerns, but anxiety. All of a sudden, we're hanging out with more people. Goodness me, it's um, going to be very, very interesting. Take it out today with a track from um, Matt's album. Here's a cover of a John Mayer song, and it's called Come When I Call. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.
Chill. 